Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All we can be sure of is this. Zach Berry and Grayson Weir are hashtag not committed. I love a good train wreck. Hey, hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Berry, coming to you once again on a Thursday here with Grayson Weir. I have taken shelter inside as it is... Uh, you know, and if we're staying on, uh, on topic here with, uh, recent events, Stranger Things season four, volume one is out on Netflix and, uh, it is, it is the actual hellfire club outside right now, Grayson. Yeah, no kidding. I am always okay. You know, I expect a heat wave at some point in the summer, but I don't expect it in the middle of June because that. That concerns me that this summer is going to be an absolute scorcher. And I mean, hey, we're, we're sticking on brand here with the weather update off the top. But my God, it is just like melt your face off hot out there. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Rob Thomas uh, and, the, and the boys of Santana. You know, it's a hot one. Um, <laughs> and just an excellent segue here to bring in our special guest who may not have any idea who Rob Thomas is or why uh, he is famous, but uh, 2023 Ole Miss commit and Baylor school offensive lineman, Bryson Sanders is here. Bryson, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? You know, it's just, as, as we like to say here on this uh, program, it's, it's another day. Um, but it's a good day. But um, we're obviously bringing you on. You committed to Ole Miss on Monday over uh, a number of offers, but most notably Tennessee and Oklahoma. Uh, you and I had an extensive conversation about your decision, what went into it, why you chose on this, but I uh, wanted to bring you on the show here so we can elaborate a little bit more, maybe get into the uh, minutia of a recruitment for an on-three consensus four-star and uh, see what else uh, not only went into your decision to pick Ole Miss, but um, – what it's like to be recruited in this era of, uh, of college football, because it is very different. So you and I spoke at length, but I wanted to just get you here. No prep, just off the top of the dome. What was it about Ole Miss and Jake Thornton and, and why that was so appealing to you as opposed to the other 25, 30 something offers you have? Yeah, I mean, I think the main reason, like you said, Coach Thornton and the rest of the coaching staff, they were my first offer. And although Coach Thornton wasn't the O-line coach when they offered me, even though they changed O-line coaches, they I kept the offer. And first day Coach Thornton got the job, he immediately texted and called me. And ever since then, he's hit me up every single day. And the rest of the coaching staff showed me you no know, more love than any other school. And they just made me feel welcome there and that they really want me. And, like, if they weren't going to get me, like, it would be the end of the world for them. That's how bad they wanted me. So I definitely felt welcome there. And, you know, I'll have a good chance to come in early and play, especially with Ole Miss losing two to three guys maybe to the NFL after this uh, after this year. 
Yeah. And obviously, you know, you have the ties to Ole Miss with, with uh, your grandfather, Richard playing center back in the day. And we've talked before about how you'll, you have, will have played all five positions by the time you, you graduate um, high school, but obviously that connection played some role, you know, in the decision um, because you have those ties and you've been to Oxford and you were familiar with the program. Um, do you think that if, you know, obviously speculation here, but if, if your grandfather hadn't, you know, had that tie, do you think Ole Miss would have been as exciting? And, and do you think you would have been as interested as early or was it really just like the fact that they got on you so quick in your recruitment was, was something that you found really special? I definitely think the fact that it, they got on me early, I don't think no, my grandfather playing there played as, as big as a role as a lot of people think, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just something cool, like a little extra thing. He definitely grew or he's definitely still an Ole Miss fan. I definitely watched Ole Miss games growing up with him, but I didn't play that big of a role. Yeah. And I mean, you had so many offers, right? Just take us through for those of us listening. Um, you know, none of us have any idea what it's like to be a highly coveted four-star recruit with offers from, I mean, at the end of the day, you probably could have gone anywhere in the country if you had shown interest. Right. So we don't know what that is like. I'm definitely not a fourth star recruit. Um, I've not been through the recruiting process. When does the whole thing get started? You know, when does that first conversation begin where you start to really, you know, open yourself up to the recruitment process and, and look ahead towards, where you want to go play in college and, and what might be the best for, fit for you. When does that start? And then when does it really kind of pick up into, okay, it's crunch time. I got to make a decision here soon. Well, it's, it's probably a little different for everyone. Some people blow sure. earlier, but for me, it started uh, December of my sophomore year after my sophomore season. That's when Ole Miss offered me. Then after Christmas break, I think I got three in one week and it just kept coming. So I think it really picked up probably the summer before my junior year, which was last year. It's when I went mm-hmm. on a bunch of visits and camps. And it's, it's definitely crazy, especially when September 1st hit, when coaches can actually text you and call you. I mean, that morning was crazy. I probably had, I probably had 40 or 50 text messages. And it's just crazy. All the coaches, you know, I was getting blown up every single day after that. And you know, I'd just be playing Xbox, trying to chill. And like <laughs> three coaches would just hit me up. I'd be like, dang, I got to end the game and talk to them. So it's, it's definitely crazy. Changing speeds here and just kind of uh, getting a little more light here in the conversation. How does one go about life being 6'6", 290 pounds? Like, what, like what, what is it like getting into a normal size car? How is it <laughs> shopping for jeans? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I think shopping for shoes is definitely the hardest because I wear a size 16. Oh, yeah, God. it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to find stuff in that. I mean, like shirts and shorts aren't that bad. So I wear a 2X right now, probably a 3X soon. So it's, it's not that bad. But definitely shoes is the worst. And then when you're just out in public, people always come up to you like, dang, what sport you play? All that. A lot of people think I'm a basketball player, but no, I'm not that athletic. <laughs> and kind of going off of that, obviously, like, and we had talked about this, uh, Zach and myself, and, and you had been in the conversation too about you know getting your weight updated on the on three database. Obviously, kind of football and and really men's athletics as a whole is so kind of it's almost weird how there is kind of this 
I don't know, for lack of a better word, like obsession with, you know, height and weight and looking big on a roster and looking strong and, you know, all this stuff. Um, obviously that's important as alignment, especially, you know, you're being big is a good thing. And, and how much emphasis are you putting on, you know, getting bigger and, and getting into, you know, your frame and working all that stuff. And when you get to school, kind of, what would you kind of like to be playing around by the time you're sitting on the offensive line, whatever that is, whether that be next, you know, fall or, or even two falls from now, whenever you get that first, you know, opportunity to start, where, where are you hoping to be sitting? Yeah. I mean, weight is definitely big for me. I've, I've definitely been trying to get my weight up there and it's kind of hard for me. Honestly, you know, I'm a big guy, but I don't, I don't eat that much. So sometimes I got to <laughs> kind of force myself. And right now we're lifting four times a week at my high school. So it's going to help me get my muscle mass up and, Yesterday morning, I weighed in at 291. So, and I'm I'm not eating bad food either. I, I make, I think, seven chicken breasts on Sunday on the grill, and I just pre make those and eat them for lunch. I eat, I eat chicken, rice, and a baked potato for lunch every day. And for breakfast, I eat eggs, toast, and sausage every day. And for dinner, it's whatever my mom makes. And then I drink three shakes throughout the day and eat two Uncrustables at night. And then a protein bar, like in the afternoon. So, you know, everything I'm eating, I'm trying to, you know, keep on healthy weight. And hopefully by next year, I'll, I want to get to probably 315 around there. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. I mean, again, we, we don't know what a, a day in the life of an offensive lineman is like and what, you know, is Ole Miss playing, now, especially now that you're committed, uh, did they, do, are they sending over like a strength and conditioning program or like a food diet program or anything like that? Or is, are you kind of on your own until you get to campus? Yeah. Me and coach Jordan actually talked the other day. I sent him my body weight and my body fat percentage. And he said, they're going to try to get some over to me, hopefully this weekend, just a nutrition guide and stuff like that. Wow. So they're, they're really getting on you early. That's neat. I mean, they're, they're putting the time and effort into getting you where you want to be. That's cool. And kind yes, of go, going off of that, um, Let's, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Top three restaurants in Oxford. Obviously, you've been a couple times. You've probably eaten a bunch of places. You've been with your grandpa. All that's good stuff. Um, if you had to give me your top three restaurants in Oxford, what do you think they would be? Uh, I don't even remember most of the names, but <laughs> I'd, Mason Brooks was my host when I went on my official. And right by his house, I think, was City Grocery. Word. Yeah, and they had really good wings. And that was that – was, definitely my favorite and i think for one night is there a place called like yeah. the grill house yeah we went there for dinner it was really good those are those are really the only two i remember but definitely city grocery was it was amazing well i mean those those are the the creme de la creme in oxford so yeah. they treated you right they, they rolled out the red carpet for the <laughs> all right so so follow up there bryson you mentioned wings are you a drums or a flats guy uh drums Ooh, okay. Dry, dry rub or like wet sauce? Uh, more wet sauce. Yeah. Also, uh, are are boneless wings or are they just nuggets? They're just nuggets. Okay, good answer. <laughs> um, while we're on the food topic, let's go ahead and 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 stay on brand here. Do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? Uh, yeah, I'd say yes. There yeah. we go. Now we're talking. Now we're rolling. Um, All right, so we talked a little before we started. You're obviously in the middle of getting prepared for your senior season. Um, As someone who has committed to play football in the state of Mississippi, 
but you play high school, East Tennessee, Chattanooga, different elevation, um, but still same climate, same region and all of that. Do you think or do does, does the coaching staff at Baylor School or the strength and conditioning staff talk about training, playing, preparing at different elevations and how that might affect your your preparation and your conditioning? No, nah, they don't talk about that, but our strength coach at Baylor, I mean, Baylor's, you know, one of the best schools in Tennessee. I think one of the best in the country, and our strength coach is is pretty incredible. He was, he was an Olympic uh, strength coach, and we do a lot of college lifts. Like, I've already had a lot of coaches who have came and watched me lift told me I'm going to be way more prepared than most recruits when I come to college, and we focus on a lot of running technique, a lot of conditioning, so I think I'll be I'll be pretty prepared when I come to college. And I mean, I mean that's great. Like that's exactly what you're looking for. Having a, a, a such an emphasis on what, you know getting you where you want to be is obviously the way to go. What are some of the things that, obviously, outside of the high school season, you know, we're we're kind of in. The, you're gearing up for the high school season, but even during the off season, um, you know, what are some of the things that you do to stay on top of your game? Whether that be, I mean, obviously you're in the weight room every day, but whether that be some specific uh type of lift or is there something in particular you're working on in terms of you know your speed or your strength or something maybe that might be a weakness at least that you see in your game um that you're trying to prove upon in, in particular uh well this winter I actually wrestled so I think wrestling definitely helped me a lot it definitely helped me a lot with my conditioning because you no know, those wrestling practices they just suck they're horrible, <laughs> but no, it definitely helped me with my conditioning and just my aggressiveness playing low. And I'd go and work out at 6 a.m. in the morning and then I have wrestling practice from like four to six. So I was in the weight room. I was definitely working on my lower body strength and just more flexibility, stretching. So those main things I was working on. Nice. All right, we're going to take our first break here during our conversation with Bryce and Sanders. When we get back, we'll talk more with the 2023 commit, look ahead to uh, his career as a Rebel. So hang tight. We'll be right back. And we are back here on Not Committed, talking with Bryce and Sanders. Just – uh having a conversation here as we are serenaded with the sounds of the uh, sand trap bar and grill in the background, getting going, opening (laughs) up the place. So I apologize for any uh, ramblings or any loud noises in the background, but, uh, but we're still here. So um, all right, Bryson, uh, we we've kind of been all over the place. We've talked some food, we've talked some football, we've talked some, some meal planning, some meal prepping Um, in terms of this, day and age of college football recruiting with, with NIL and, and how things are just incredibly different with that, with the transfer portal, it's, it's very different um, than it was, you know, you know, barely five years ago, but um, as a rising senior and someone who is a highly rated prospect, um, is there anything that you did to, even remotely look at NIL or like just kind of familiarize yourself with what it is. Um, And obviously I'm not asking you to disclose any details, but, you know, either, either on, you know, talking with 
with coaches or on visits when you talk with other recruits or other players, is it something that is brought up or is it just something that is a huge talking point for people like us? Oh, no, it's definitely brought up uh, on these visits. I mean, last year during the summer, I don't think it was brought up at all or any, but a lot bigger and, especially when I, when I went on my official visits. I mean, there was probably an hour at every school just talking about NIL and understanding it and what that school's going to do. So I think for some recruits, it, it plays a big part in their recruitment. But for me, I, w- I wasn't really looking at the NIL. I mean, if I was looking at the NIL, I'd probably be going to Tennessee just because of their fan base and all that. But no, it wasn't playing a big part in that. And obviously it's so new. I mean, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary here of NIL and two or three weeks or whatever. Um, I, I have to wonder, like, this time last year, I don't think any of us being on this side of the recruiting process, on your side of the recruiting process, I don't think any of us really knew what it was going to become. Um, do your high school coaches or, or do you have, like, any sort of education on on what it can be outside of the official visits when they sit you down and share the opportunities that might be available to you should you choose that school? Or is it something where you guys as recruits are really left to just kind of learn things on the fly and as you go and through the internet and through Twitter and all that stuff? Uh, I think most recruits, including myself, probably learn them on the fly. I mean, me and my parents definitely talk about it. But I think it's, you know, since it's definitely new, there's not a lot of stuff out there just to research and look at. I mean, you know, the other day, C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State, got you know, a car for like 350000 or whatever. And it's just crazy stuff like that. That's stuff's becoming even crazier. So it's it's definitely just learning on the fly and talking with your parents about it. Yeah, it's such a – it's. I mean, it's, everyone keeps calling it the wild, wild west. It's so interesting to see, especially now that we're entering the second year of this and and – with the way that the economy and all this stuff, it'll be really interesting to see how things play out. But like you said, that didn't play a huge role in your recruitment. Um, I would be curious to know, again, we don't know what it's like to be in your shoes. Um, what's the most difficult part of the recruitment process? Obviously you mentioned how you got a, you know, December 1st, you were playing Xbox and people started blowing you up and, and you got to stay on top of coaches and all that stuff. But is there anything in particular that stands out over the course of the last, like you said, I mean, since your recruitment really picked up about a year ago, that has been um, more difficult than the rest of the process? Probably just finding the truth and what the coaches are saying, because a lot of coaches are going to say lies and negative, negatively recruit you know, other schools. And one thing I liked about Ole Miss, they didn't negative, negatively recruit anyone at all. And you know, I can't say that about some other schools. I'm not going to name names, but – you know, I definitely didn't like when schools did that. So it's definitely finding the truth and, you know, seeing if the coaches are telling the truth and finding lies. And so you, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to follow up here on that. So like Ole Miss for, uh, let's say, I don't know, UConn, right. We'll, we'll use UConn as the example here. UConn's recruiting against UMass. You know, they might say, Oh, something like the facilities at UMass aren't the same or what the coaches are, you know, telling you about your opportunity to start isn't true is that kind of how it would go and then Ole Miss was more so just hey we're not worried about other programs here's what you can have here here's what we want you to do here is that kind of kind of what you mean by that yeah for sure I mean it definitely like wasn't the facilities because most all facilities are the same especially in SNC but it was definitely negatively recruiting the coaches for sure 
Interesting. Interesting. Like just talking bad about kind of like who they are as people and stuff or like what they're saying. And like, I don't know, let's say a UMass tells you, I love using UConn and UMass as an example, but uh, UMass tells you, Hey, you can start year one. What another school say, Oh, he's lying. Is it that type of thing? Uh, it's kind of like how they are as a person, like gotcha. loyalty and stuff like that. Interesting. I, I can, I mean, that's cool to hear about Ole Miss because obviously I think you spoke about this with Zach in, in the profile that you can find on the Ole Miss spirit on three site. Um, but you mentioned that everyone, all the coaching staffs, you know, Lane is such a big personality on Twitter and he likes to kind of have fun and at the expense of other schools, particularly Tennessee in the last couple of weeks on Twitter. But you said Lane's not really like that in person. No, nah, he's definitely not. He's definitely a lot, chill, a lot more chill. Like, when I was on my official visit, his dad was there, and me and my dad sat down with Coach Kiffin, the older one, for like an hour, and it was just cool to talk to his dad. And then we went to his office and talked, and he was definitely a lot, a lot more chill. He was showing us like uniform designs he made. It was just, it was just <laughs> a lot, a lot more chill. Actually, that's a good segue um, of the Ole Miss uniforms. Oh yeah, here we go. Which is your favorite? Powder blue. Just the jerseys with the helmet. Or yeah. the white helmet with the, the white jersey, the Sugar Bowl oh. uniforms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're so sweet. I, I I have a sweet spot in my heart for the uh, the red jerseys with the powder blue helmets, but that that that's probably some nostalgia playing a role in that. No, that's a that's a good look. Um, there's been, I guess we can call them discrepancies. Maybe some oversights in the uniform department. I don't know where the pants went, the white pants that had the red stripes. I don't know what they did with them. I don't know if someone lost them. Um, They're just going with the plain white with the Nike swoosh on the hip, and that's it. I I wish they would add stripes. Um, Sticking with uniforms, Bryson, is there anything that you would add or any uniform that you would like Ole Miss to add in the future? I don't know. A a gray uniform would kind of be kind of cool. Oh, bring back the grays, the Bo Wallace jerseys. Oh man, those things are cursed though. They, I think the, <laughs> they are. I, th- I think they're like I think they're zero and three in the times <laughs> they've worn them. Now, to be fair, one was against Cam Newton, um, so that really doesn't count. Um, but I believe the other two times there was a loss at Georgia and a loss at Alabama. Somebody's going to fact check me. Yeah. I think uh, our buddy Randy will probably. Uh, fact check me and slide in the DMs and let me know if I'm right or wrong there. Um, going back to, to NIL, um, and we'll, we'll keep this one lighthearted. This is just kind of a getting to know you part. Me and uh, Grayson talk a lot about what our NIL deals would be if we were in, you know, college athletics. And, you know, this is kind of a, you know, what, what, you know, what your personality is, what you like. Like, just for example, um, so I'll go first. We'll let Grayson go. So we'll give you some time to think. But let's say you pick four four brands that you want associated with Bryson Sanders. So like for me, the four would be Jordan. It's like Jumpman. It would be Taco Bell. It would be Lululemon. And then I would probably have to go with hmm, probably, uh, yeah, I'll go with Callaway Golf. That'll be my four. All right, Grayson, you go. Yeah. So, oh God, man, we've talked a lot about this. I would, I would go out of the box here because I think I'm going to mix things up this time. And I'm, I'm kind of like looking around my room and seeing at the things that I 
I use often. I'd love to get in on the beats train, like Caleb Williams deal, just because, uh, I mean, he's able to share the love with his teammates. I'm a, I'm a team player. I'm a locker room guy. I'd love to be able to hook up the, you know, women's basketball team with some beats headphones before they head out to their conference tournaments, just like Caleb uh, out there in LA. Um, I want to see Zaxby's. I mean, I, I, I think uh, Zaxby's fits my brand pretty well. I'm, I'm a huge supporter of the boneless wings and things, although they're not boneless wings. They are just nuggets. Um, <laughs> the boneless wings and things. So I'll go Zaxby's. I'll go beats. And then I'm going to step out of the box here and I'm going to go the AVP volleyball tour. I think it'd be sweet to like, I mean, I grew up playing volleyball and all that stuff. So I, I think it'd be sweet to uh, be a college football player who has the opportunity to maybe play some, some doubles on the beach or something in a professional setting, something like that could be kind of neat. I'm just looking around my room and seeing what I got in here, but Bryson, I'd be curious. What, what if you like your dream scenario, the top two, three, four brands that, that would, you would want to be represented by or represent, I guess. Oh, the uh, probably Chick Fil A to start. Nice. Then I'd say Nike, uh, Microsoft, just because of the Xbox. And then I'm gonna step outside the box Ooh. a little bit and, and say, uh, Robin Hood. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, very interesting. The cartoon or or the original or the remake? <laughs> I think no. he means the trading app. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, okay. Just just make it a dad joke. Just a dad joke. There. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah um all right we're gonna we're gonna take our final break and when we get back we'll uh we'll close up the interview here with bryson who has been gracious with his time but uh stick around hear from the uh, sponsors that make this possible and when we get back we'll have more with bryson sanders this podcast is brought to you by lamar yard oxford's indoor outdoor restaurant bar and entertainment space on south lamar they now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta catfish to smash burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. From weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. The show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com and you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. The show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. 
Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back here on Not Committed talking with 2023 offensive line commit Bryson Sanders. As we get out of that ad break before it, I made a dad joke about Robin Hood. Um, I have to ask, though, just just not even a dad joke, just a dad question here. Are you going to see Lightyear on Friday when it comes out? Probably not. I'm probably going to go watch the new Jurassic World, even though a lot of people say it's it's pretty bad, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at it. <laughs> it's. I, I was. I was listening to another podcast, and we normally say no free ads on this show, but the boys at my brother, my brother and me are, uh, are are dear friends, so they would appreciate it. But they were discussing the new Jurassic World movie, and they were like, "How many more movies is it gonna take before they figure out? Like, man, we just keep making dinosaurs, and bad shit keeps happening. Like, when are they gonna just stop doing it? And like, we need to stop making dinosaurs, but." Um, this one looks good. You've got, uh, you know, Chris Pratt, you know, the folks from the most recent film, and then they're bringing in, you know, Sam Neill and everybody from the original Jeff Goldblum's in it. It's always, always good when, when, uh, when the bloom is in a, is in a movie. So it should be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Lightyear taking the, uh, taking the two and a half year old to see his first movie. So that should be interesting to see if he can sit still for that long. Um, <laughs> all right. So getting back into some football talk here. Uh, you and I talked a good bit about scheme and kind of what you're looking for, um, you know, upon your arrival at Ole Miss. But just in terms of a recruit who sits down and watches games, because I do find it interesting all the times that I've talked to recruits over the years, there are some that just don't watch football. Um, you seem like someone who takes it in and watches um, not only watching film, but just watching football in general is, is am, I, am I correct in my assumption there? Oh yeah, for sure. When you're watching an Ole Miss game or just any game in general, um, and we'll talk Ole Miss now because you're committed there, but when you're watching football on Saturdays, whether that's by yourself or with your friends or with your family, is it watching it just to enjoy the sport or do you find yourself watching particular players, linemen, um, you know, formations, it, 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 does your brain turn on and off from being the highly rated prospect to just being a guy watching football? Uh, I'd say most of the time it's just me enjoying football, especially NFL, because I'm a, I'm a big Titans fan. So it's definitely just enjoying it. But I think it's definitely gotten more and more just me, like, focusing on 
you know, the plays they're running, the formations they're running, especially when I'm watching my dad, so he'll pause and be like, oh, we run the same play they do and the center doing this, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's definitely getting more and more just me watching closer and just looking at different footwork technique and plays they're running. Kind of going off of that, um, you will, like we have reiterated it multiple times now. I think it's really cool. I, I, I don't remember the last time I've spoken to an offensive lineman who has played every single position on the offensive line from left to right ever. I mean, I don't think I can recall a time. As you look ahead to Ole Miss, like you said, there is going to be some turnover uh, likely within the next 365 days here. Um, when you were speaking with the staff, when you were speaking with Lane, when you were speaking with Jake, um, is there kind of a sense of where they might want to have you play? Or is it something where Zach and I have been speculating the last couple of weeks where you really could just be a, a plug and play guy that they trust to be a, a dominant force, not only right away, but anchor kind of that line at any position that is necessary. Um, meaning that like, if there's a hole at guard one week, they might slide you there. If there's a hole at tackle, they might slide you there. Or did they give you a sense of like, we want you at this specific position? When I was talking to Coach Thornton, he, I think he wants me to come in first year and play guard. You know, he said there's a good chance I can come in and play a lot. Definitely. A lot of time at guard. Because I think he likes pressing Cushman at center. But he said I can also switch to center. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. And I can play any position, like you said. But I think he wants me in the interior three. And and do you think that's uh I mean obviously you you don't know until you get there but do you think that's kind of where you're slated long term or or would you rather push out to one of the ends? Oh no, for sure. I definitely like playing inside the other people can deal with the six six two forty <laughs> defense ends. That's fair. Um. So I I do want to ask before uh before we forget here, um, you and I spoke several times in the last couple of weeks um, seem to always come back around to talking about Will Conformby, uh, a fellow on three consensus four-star lineman from Alabama. Um, he announced yesterday, we were recording this on Thursday. He announced on Wednesday that he would be announcing his commitment on Monday. Um, I know you said that, that you've been talking with him. You guys met on your, uh, your OV to Oklahoma and had an instant connection. Your are buddies. Um, Marcel Reed as well. Another, 2023 Ole Miss commit. Uh, I know you two are, are working him, but not. I don't know if he's told you. Obviously, don't don't spoil it. Let him let him have his let him have his moment. But um, you know, what are those conversations like when you're meeting guys on these visits? And I, I know that guys want to recruit other guys to come play with them because talented guys like playing with other talented guys. But you know, what's the what's the etiquette there when talking? Is it you know is it you know is your style very like hey I'm going here you need to come with me. Or is it more of like getting to know them, making jokes like, hey, you should come play in the SEC West with me? Or is it just kind of a, you know, oh, you like this school? That's cool. I like them too. Uh, I think at first I was just trying to get to know them. We were just hanging around. Like I think the second night of our Oklahoma OV, like we didn't even go out. We just went to the pool and just we were just in the pool. And then – but since he announced yesterday he was committing Monday, I was I was hammering all day yesterday. He's probably annoyed than me right now. But, you know, me, Marcel, <laughs> and Daniel, the – the guy from Texas who's committed here too. We're on a group chat together and we were just all hammering him, trying to get him to come here. And I, you know, I think it's looking good. He really likes Coach Thornton just like I do. So, you know, 
I hope I can come play with them. We'll be a hell of a tag team. Yeah, no kidding. You guys could really anchor that line for, for the next three, four years to come. Um, we, we have taken a good bit of your time here. Thank you for joining us. Before we wrap it up, um, I'm going to fire off some rapid fire stuff here. Um, and you can just go with your gut, you know, fire from the hip. Uh, who wins in a fight? 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? 100 duck-sized horses. Okay. Um, we already did a hot dog as a sandwich. What is your go-to, like, I mean, I assume you, you are like the rest of us where we're getting ready to, you know, hit the lock, hit the field, coming out of the locker room, whatever, whether, I mean, not in my case, cause I'm not playing offensive line or football at all. But before I go to the gym, I'm, you know, the last song in my car is the one that like gets me just so hyped. What's, what's uh pumping through your headphones? Uh, before the game, I listen to a mix of rap and rock. I listen to like Lil Baby, Meek Bill, but I also listen to Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, Eminem, stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, what is your, we talked about favorite restaurants in Oxford. You hit the nail on the head with City Grocery. What are your top three like favorite foods, you know, just in general? Uh, steak, shrimp, probably salmon. Protein. I love it. Um, <laughs> If you had to watch one movie and only one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? The bench warmers. Nice. And then I'll, I'll leave it here before I turn it over to, to Zach to wrap us up. If Bryson Sanders um, had a, I guess the, for lack of better word here, we'll go slogan um, or like a saying, uh, you know, what would it be? Like, what's your kind of go-to? Like, I always say lots of ball left or, you know, things like that. What's your kind of – what's Bryson Sanders' thing? Honestly, like, when I'm just on the field, like, if we're just talking crap to the other team, I just say, fuck them and let's play. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, along the lines there, what is it? I don't know when it started, but it is a – it is a trend that has taken over the world. What is it with youths, you know, younger generation? When did it start when something good happened, whether it's sports or business or just anything in general? When did the whole like screaming, let's go become like the, you know, basically like that's like the fist pump now. Like, like you watch the NBA finals, they're screaming, let's go. You watch college, you know, college baseball, you watch golf. Um, the, the, the women's, uh, the softball, um, the women's uh, college world series for softball, you got some, some, some softball players screaming expletives and saying, let's go. When did that become a thing? I mean, you're young enough to like, was this when you were in middle school? Did it start when you were in high school? When did you discover this becoming such a big thing? I'd probably say my sophomore year because my freshman year I didn't start. So no, my sophomore year was my first year starting. And I think you know once I got more comfortable playing, it's when I started you know kind of talking a little bit. Okay, it, it's some, it's just something that is that's like ingratiated in like our culture now. It's like the fabric of America, and I mean I guess everywhere else because like I mentioned golf. I mean you've got guys like John Rom doing it, and you know he's not from America, but it, it's just fascinating to me that that's like the go to like fist pump um which i normally like to go with 
you know, the vintage dab. I still like to keep the dab going. Um, <laughs> the dab is dead. Let it no, die. The dab, the dab will never die. Um, <laughs> as, as you know, as, as our good buddies, uh, Quavo and, and, and Offset would say, you know, dabbing on them like the usual. So um, bonus food question before we let you go here and, and shout out to all our, our folks in Chattanooga listening. What's your go-to order at, at, at Tremont Tavern? Oh, Tremont Tavern's amazing. Oh my gosh. I live, I actually live 30 seconds away from Tremont Tavern. I can see it from my house right now. Oh boy. That's oh, dangerous. Be dangerous. Yeah. No kidding. Probably the Gouda burger. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to either go a burger or one of the sandwiches. If I'm not going burger, I typically go the Philly or the Ivory yeah, Tower. Yeah, the Philly. The Philly's good. The The Ivory Tower, though, with the Soprasada and the house-made pepper jalapeno, pepper jelly, like, oh, it is. And they put brie on it. I don't know how big a cheese guy you are, um, but, man, it's phenomenal. Tremont Tavern's insane. Man, yeah, it's hungry. It's a it's a, it's a must stop if you're in Chattanooga. All right, um, and last Ole Miss related question. I know you're probably going to get back in the fall for uh, for a game or two, but are you going to plan any trip before that to get down to meet Juice? Uh, I might come next month. I think when when my sister from who gets back, she's in college right now. When she comes back, I think we're all going to go in July. Okay, gonna, nice. I got one more follow up off of that. You brought up Juice, so now I got I got a yeah. follow up here. Bryson, do you have any theories as to who it is running Juice's Twitter? It's definitely Coach Giffen. You think it's Lane? You think? Yeah, it has to be. I, dude, I, I, I feel like it's got to be Knox or one of his daughters, or maybe no, they all share it. Just, just the way that Juice tweets has got to be Coach Giffen. It's, it's similar to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an interesting theory. It could be true. I, um, I mean, I'm for it. I've I've thought perhaps it's possible since the beginning, but man, it's it's pretty dang funny the whole thing. Okay, got, if we look at first, but it's funny now. Okay, so I look, so I just checked at the time of recording. Juice, a dog, has twelve point three thousand followers. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, just the internet, man. What a time. Um, all right, Bryson, again, we appreciate you coming on the show. You've been gracious with your time. I know you're a busy man. You probably need to go eat like four chicken breasts and a couple baked <laughs> potatoes. Keep, keep, keep fueling that, that 6'6", 291-pound frame. Um, so, but, uh, again, thank you for the time, man. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll do this again soon. And uh, until next time, uh, hey, stay healthy and uh, stay hydrated. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for Not Committed. Again, we uh, apologize for the Tuesday show, but scheduling was a little weird, and uh, we wanted to make sure that we got this interview locked down. So thanks to Bryson for his time. Thanks to Grayson, as always. Thanks to you, the listener. And it, first and foremost, thanks to the, uh, the sponsors, even though I mentioned them last. So a little bit of a uh, conundrum there. But we'll be back next week uh, recapping – the weekend that was in Ole Miss recruiting, obviously a big announcement coming on Monday from Wilkin Formby. Right now, I suspect Ole Miss will receive good news, but we'll find out on Monday with the rest of you. Uh, again, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you like, let us know what you don't, so we can constantly improve this product and bring you the best Ole Miss recruiting podcast that we can. So, until next time, we out.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.